the way. We wanted men. episode 140 of the smugglers galaxy podcast your favorite star wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy i'm glenn and we've got jason with us as always we got a special guest tony johnson who went to a toy show a couple of weeks ago up in king county which is a suburb of chicago uh the county that chicago's in right is it in chicago is it in chicago not sure anyway it's up there somewhere adjacent chicago adjacent chicago adjacent st charles illinois okay did you at least go by juliet and see the prison no i didn't make it by there i also barely missed going uh, on lower wacker drive i really wanted to but doggone it well anyway how's everybody's week going good can't complain yeah you missed a you missed a hell of a toy show but we'll get into that later too jason yeah yeah, I had to take one for a mental health day, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> do tell me about to chill. <laughs> That's why I didn't. Yeah, you know, like last night, I was like, uh, no, it's a mental health evening. So I think my uh, sinuses are starting to act up, which I normally don't have sinus issues, but today it's just I haven't felt right all week, and today I think it just kind of hit me. Hmm. But anywho, feeling good. Yeah, now. I was out cutting the grass and. All the dirt and dust got into the air and the pollen and the leaves and all that. So I was sneezing out there today. It was not fun. Yeah, that grass is getting like a foot tall um, in my yard, but I'll get it tomorrow, hopefully, if it doesn't <laughs> rain. If it doesn't rain. Tony, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, same same problems. The pollen's really getting to me. Happy to uh, outside. Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. How does it feel to be 21? Uh, forever. It's just a forever kind of feeling, I guess. <laughs> Did you guys pick anything up this week? Oh, this freaking gluttonous. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was May the 4th, so it was just redonkulous. Every, everywhere you turn, there was another deal to be had that you had to get. I think as Are I you- wrote, uh, may the 4th empty your wallet. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's pretty much how it felt, man. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go first then because I didn't, I don't know, I did all right. But uh, I had my uh, TIE Fighter, my my first order TIE Fighter, Micro Galaxy Squadron came in um, a couple of weeks ago. It, it came in actually like right after we talked to uh, the guys at Jazzwares and Max was saying how like Series 3 on, they really impressed, you know, really upgraded everything. And this thing compared to the Series 1 TIE Fighters are, are pretty incredible. The wings are nice and tight. The detail is, you know, the, the it's very sharp detail. The pilot looks awesome. The paint app is on the pilot or the micro figure accessory, as Max puts it, is uh, pretty awesome. Uh, the lenses on this thing are red. It's got a nice little red tint. And uh, 
yeah, I'm really impressed with the uh, the quality on the uh, series three figures or, or ships. So nice. yeah, and on the micro galaxy tip, I ordered the uh, pre ordered the Adat and the uh, Emperor's uh, shuttle. I Imperial missed the Adat. I was very sad about missing the Adat. That thing was alive at like five a.m. when I woke up for work. It was like, hey, there it is. So I ordered it. Yeah, Love but Target. It's, it's either earlier. It never shows up. But look at all the lats and the Falcons hanging out at Target store shelves right now. There's going to be plenty of ATATs out there. You really think so? Yeah. Well, it's six. Hope. Yeah, I think it's sixty bucks. I mean, it's a hell of a figure for or hell of a ship mm-hmm. for sixty bucks. But I don't think the average person uh, is going to spend that much on it. So. Anywho, what else did I get? Bought my wife the the, the TVC Ewoks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Anywho, I thought that was going to be a cluster because it was Hasbro Pulse, but it wasn't that bad. I don't think people liked it, or people they didn't have a a limit on those. Um, uh, and what else? Yeah. Well, we could get into that in the news section. That whole live stream was a cluster. Really, I barely watched it. I was I was like. I've seen I, I, high I was, school announcements I, better than that one. Yeah, I was waiting. I'm like, yeah, they're going to announce the HasLab. And then they're like, hey, we're going to let you know what it is at San Diego Comic-Con. In July. In July. Oh, so they did give a date. I I watched it, but I had to have it muted. So Yeah, San Diego Comic-Con is when they're going to announce the next HasLab. Yeah, so we'll see. And they were Which, like, hey. If it's right the, the ghost, th- it's the worst secret in the world. <laughs> well at least he didn't go we're gonna announce the ghost i mean the Haslab and san diego comic-con yeah <laughs> i really should have wrote everything down but i picked up some uh, we went to a toy show yesterday in Gwinnett. i picked up a couple of men on card gambits because you know i'm a coon ass and i like my gambit okay watch that <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm a cajun and i like my gambits Sorry, we're trying to do we're we're uh yeah. Hi YouTubes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. What else did you pick up? I also Huh? What else did you pick up from did the you, toy show? You remember McDonald's? You remember penny racers penny racers, like the little cars you put a penny behind and they pop a wheelie? Somewhat. Somewhat. Well, McDonald's made a run of those for their happy meals. They're not like they're like knockoff penny racers somebody had a full set of them at the toy show yesterday so i picked those up for like 10 bucks which it made me laugh it made me smile and uh bring back bring back some memories so uh pick those up and what else did i get i got a little lego like a snow trooper lego set sort of like the mando set where it's got a little you know build a figure you know got like four or five figures with it and you can build a snow speeder not a snow speeder i uh speeder bike snow speeder bike mm-hmm. and i wanted to pick up some more mythic legions but i my wife was like you're not buying anymore oh buy anymore there were a couple there but yeah they were they were full retail i mean they had yeah, one piece that was like the four horsemen that i kind of really wanted and it was a 100 bucks and it hurt kind of passing that up uh but yeah, that's what I did, uh, and and I got a puppy. Oh yeah, last week. Did you pick a name. Yes, I named him Canaan. Oh, K 
Kane and Jarvis. <laughs> yes. Keep them away from the propane tanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was uh I was thinking Chopper, but uh it ended up being Kanan. And then my wife, because he's black and white, uh was like, why don't we name him Trooper? And I'm like, eh, Kanan's kind of was brought up before we got him. So we went with Kanan. Kanan Sabine and Solo. Yep. And Luke and Leia are my cats. We don't count the cats. No, we don't. I don't. Yeah. I keep waiting for them. To, <laughs> I keep waiting for them to die. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, They're that good. sounds They're harsh. Bad. It is. Yeah, Leia's an awesome cat because she's one of those cats where she leaves you alone until she wants attention. And then you give her attention for like five minutes and she's gone again. That's my kind of cat. But. Uh, this week I picked up, like you, that TIE fighter from Jazzwares that came in from Amazon along with the V-Wing. And I went to uh, Target and I picked up a couple snow speeders, Micro Galaxy Squadron scale. Yeah. So I have those. May the 4th, I didn't pre-order much. I did get those Ewoks and I got the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor, the TVC thing. Um, I also got the Starbucks mugs. Um, there was a bit of like a, a moment of like, oh, I better hurry up and get that first because last year it sold out like within an hour or two. And this year it's still available three or four days later. So either <laughs> either Disney's gone ahead and made more in response to the demand last year or people just don't want them anymore. Yeah. Well, I also noticed they had the Christmas ornament version. So maybe everyone decided they just want the tiny mugs. Maybe. Just a little sippy. Yeah. Is that all I got? I I, I ordered the uh, Retro Collection box set for that last 12 of the first 12. <laughs> the C-3PO, the Jawa, you know, all that guy. And that arrived today, so that was, what, three days after I ordered it? Yeah. Yeah, that was, here. Yeah, there was a bot. Probably about half the people got those really fast. I also got figure shield cases for my 40th anniversary Black Series just to protect those because I didn't realize that my Chewbacca Empire card was bent up, but whatever. I lived with it for three years. I can live with it permanently. You'll be fine, Jason. I'll be fine. I'll be you fine. Your it's all fine. It's all fine here. I built my Wookiee. Um, I'm <laughs> Star Wars. We've been so busy. I just also want to thank Dan Uthman because he picked up the salacious pin at Star Wars Celebration europe and he yeah. also fed us a lot of information from jazzwares mm -hmm. some of the information we got from dan or from jazz from a lot of the information we got about jazzwares at celebration was from dan and he also picked me up a blind pack so thank you dan i appreciate that you didn't have yeah i got a i got a little care package from dan also he sent me uh the sabine pin uh the chopper pin and the young ahsoka pin so thanks dan Thank wow, you, that Dan. guy is solid gold, man. He really is. I wasn't expecting it. It was a surprise. I was like, oh, Dan sent me something. And there it was, all three of those pins. So thank you. That was awesome. What about you, Tony? Uh, I kind of uh, went a little crazy uh, on um, on what, May the 5th or May the 4th? Was it May the 4th, I guess, yes. is when they put stuff on sale? Yeah. Uh, you know, I got the Ewoks. I got the six-pack. I got... Um, uh, Pretty much most everything. Uh, most of the mainline figures, I I tend to pre-order the whole cases just because I like one to open and one to keep. So yeah. they're usually two to a case for the most part. So I ended up just doing that. And most of those cases are already on sale. They just 
it's just a blind box as far as the figures that are in it until they announce them. So, nice. um, yeah, but I got that stuff uh, at the Gwinnett show. I picked up a, um, you know, the marker posters with the 3D Darth Vader from Craft Master, the vintage. Yeah, piece. I got one of those. I got a Black Series uh, Death Squad Commander or Star Destroyer Commander, whatever he's um, called yes. on that card. Yeah. yeah um because uh there, there's a guy on instagram that makes a uh, an upgrade kit to turn him into a uh a, a death star gunner hmm. so i was going to try and get that and do that with him since i don't yeah, have lance, a spare lance peter luke just dropped to make him guardian guardian Gar- what's the spy from a new hope the guy with the oh, nose uh, yeah the, the snout guy yeah, the snout, snout, guy. snout guy, snout man. Yes, that's what they named him back then. Walrus man, hammerhead, snout man. So snout man, uh, Lance Peter Luke released files so you can turn that dark Death Star, Death Squadron commander, whatever his name is, into that guy. You'd have to do a lot of painting of that, wouldn't you? You had to do painting for all those customizations. Okay, well, he had a hood. Yeah, the the hood is part of the file. Okay. So. Uh, well, I also, my problem with that is I need a 3D printer. So, yeah, that's problematic. Just a little bit. That's a, that's, <laughs> that makes them quite expensive. Yeah. Every time I go to um, Jason's house, I'm like, hey, that's the 3D printer. He's like, no, it's the washing machine. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're washing clothes. He goes, no, that's the 3D printer. So it's what <laughs> <laughs> are the others always running. Um, Yeah. So I also got a uh, non-Star Wars. I picked up a... Um, Secret Wars, uh, Doctor Doom, uh, with a clear bubble, which hmm. was really cool. Uh, I was kind of surprised to see a clear bubble on one of those, and the yeah. price was right. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't even remember. I don't know. That's about it. Okay, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, it I got a, something yeah. else, but it was small. Yeah. I'd have to look around to figure out what it was. But Glenn, Glenn you were talking about the penny racers. I heard a anecdote anecdote that uh, the current Guardians of the Galaxy Happy Meal toys are the last plastic use Happy Meal toys. Toys they're phasing out plastic and Happy Meal toys. Uh-huh. So currently, the Guardians are the last line that will use plastic in the Happy Meal. What are they going to do from here on out? I think they're going to have crap like Chick Fil A, where it's like, here's a coloring book. Kids don't want to read, man. They want plastic crap. So, anyways, that's that's what I know. Well, here's a here's a hack for Chick Fil A people. If you buy a a kids meal and you don't want the book, you can turn it in for an ice cream cone. Nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> um, I got some new what? Oh, and then Chick Fil A will be, sir. You're an adult. Why are you doing this? Where's your like, child? Identifies uh, a four-year-old. The house. According to Deadline, Ty- Taika's Star Wars project is going to film next year. Huh. Which is interesting because there's no mention of that celebration. And I thought his movie was about the dawn of the Jedi, which is what James Mangold is working on. So, I don't know. I okay. am not going to get excited about any Star Wars movie until... Yeah, until, until you see it's it. actually started filming. Anything that they're talking about, I'm not. 
until I see a trailer. Exactly. Yeah. Because the way things are going, they could like halfway start something and be like, oh, no, we're done. Yeah. Because what if they have competing Dawn of the Jedi movies happening? Is it James Mangold's or is it Taika's? Right. I don't know. Um, when it came to uh, where the new Ray movie is going to be, or the setting for the new Ray movie, Kathleen Kennedy told Empire Online, "Where what we're exploring is the evolution of Jedi, of the Jedi. We're going very far back, which I think James Mangold. We're looking at the present, which is Dave Filoni's movie, and now we're moving 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. The First Order has fallen. The Jedi are in chaos. There's even a question of how many exist anymore." And Ray's building the new Jedi Order based on the text that she was given from Luke. Interesting. And then Filoni spoke to Entertainment Weekly. Did my mouse just die? And uh, Entertainment Weekly, and he was asked if Ahsoka was essentially Rebel Season Five, and he said that's an interesting question. I suppose that's one way of looking at it because of the epilogue that I did in Rebels. Definitely, all signs are indicating that there's a continuation. For me, when I'm telling those stories, I don't limit things like oh well i did an animation so i would do something differently in live action there's just the story that and that's it i was telling it in one medium rebels is a different style than the clone wars even visually that changed the way i could execute certain things in rebels the story kind of evolved since i worked on rebels working with favreau and sending setting things down in the mandalorian created an opportunity to see how does ahsoka work as a character in live action Well, it certainly feels like we're getting Rebel Season 5, but I, I I really, I've been saying this, I think it's going to be like a two or three episode arc, and then there's going to be some other stuff go on. Yeah. Which I, I'm happy with. Just finish the story up. Let us know what happened. Don't do a, you know, a one episode thing. Let Do do a good job with it, and, and I think everybody will be happy. Um, I mentioned this last night on the call. A Walgreens near me has a healthy stock of Rogue One figures still. <laughs> and there's you know five and a half six years later full price 24 bucks and they've already been reissued by hasbro but they're still there hanging out you've got your <laughs> cassian and uh uh Jin Erso still yeah the thing with with uh that kind of stuff is like walgreens it's up to the manager to discount it so if the manager doesn't want to discount it or isn't paying attention to what's going on that stuff's just going to sit on the shelf because I've gone to Walgreens trying to find that stuff before, uh, you know, find something that was on sale at one Walgreens that sold out. And then you go to the next one and it's full price. And you're like, Hey, this one had it on discount. And they're like, no, it, it, it all is up to the manager. Yeah. Moving well, on. How they get new figures. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Right. You would think that's I'm how, curious they, how they get new do. figures. Yeah. Cause you know, they always have those big bins that they, get stuff out of you know they're not getting like they don't get a case yeah. Store, yeah so it's like do they say oh we need some more star wars and they send them or do they just get stuff and put it out and yeah because like they're based on sales or something years after they were released those first edition white box figures the black series ones were showing up at walgreens in cases like you're talking huh? about yeah hmm. so some people got lucky they were just a couple years later they're walking through walgreens and there's the first issue mandalorian Nice. Wow. Another observation I made, you don't see the BB-8 stuff anymore. It's all Grogu now. Yeah. So BB-8 was killed by Grogu. 
you sit down, sir. I'm the cute one now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he he's definitely taken over. I mean, you know, the grandkids love that stuff. But it's all grown up now. Anyways, I, I'm sure BB-8 is going to show up soon because, you know, they've got the new R2, the new R5. So I'm sure there's going to be some droid pack and they're going to throw in a B. Maybe it may not be BB-8, but it'll probably be a BB unit. Yeah, he showed up in Rogue Almost One, that new Simpson short. It was four minutes long. I still need to yeah. watch that. Yeah, he shows up that. in that. I'm like, oh, I remember that guy. You know, maybe that's why. Maybe if they painted the Scar Star Cruiser green, people would show up. Maybe put giant ears <laughs> on the side. It's got a giant hand just waving out in front, with some frogs bouncing around and stuff. Yeah, spitting up blue cookies. <laughs> but as we mentioned before, Hasbro had a live stream on May fourth. And they had the full team there, Emily, uh, Chris, uh, Patrick, and the other guy. Is it Ben? I can't remember his name. I'm looking at Tony. Hopefully he remembers. No. No, I just remember. Huh? I follow that guy on Instagram, and I can't remember his name. I think I follow him, too. He does a bunch of boxes. Is it Eric? Is that the guy that does a whole bunch of unboxing stuff on Instagram? No, that's uh, Steve. Okay. Maybe Eric's, it's one Eric. the, Eric's one of the Black Series designers, right? Yeah, I think it's Eric then. Yeah. So Eric's they released, Fire. yeah, they released the Magna Guard, which would be a Walmart exclusive, Clone Wars, Ahsoka Tano, which is a Target exclusive. If it's anything like the uh, credit collection, there'll be plenty of Ahsokas on the shelf. Darth Malgus is an Amazon exclu- exclusive. Wicket is a Hasbro Amazon exclusive, but it's the exact same Wicket that's out right now for the 40th anniversary. Just somebody had, in a green yeah, did, box. Did, did, did they change some of the accessories around on him? They might I, have. They might have given him a different staff or something like that. No, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same. I'm geez. pretty sure he and Chewbacca are exactly the same as the 40th anniversary. Well, Chewbacca has a split in his hair. Ooh. It's a different molded head. Hmm. And he's a Hasbro Amazon exclusive. <laughs> Ooh, game changer. Time to take my money, Hasbro. Yeah. Well, he also has a chain around his neck, too, right? Does yeah. He? yeah. Yeah. So he's from the opening scenes of the movie. Uh, phase two clone trooper Mandalorian from the book of Boba Fett. Um, he doesn't look too much different, but there is subtle differences. And then General Grievous battle damaged. There's whatever. Paz Vizla is the pipeline. The pipeline. I thought we were done with Paz Vizla. They've reused that guy four times already. I guess they're going to get one more with the fifth one. Well, they've never put him on an archive card. So that's what makes him special. <sighs> and now I, I wonder if they get the chance to uh, charge more for archive figures. Probably. That needs to go away. It's an, It's enough of that archive stuff. Grief Cargas, R4 Droid, Episode 1 Anakin, and Episode 1 Padme, and then Car Sativa was the play helmet that they were, they announced in the pipeline. And it's just a rehash of the Wedge Antilles and Luke Skywalker helmet, just painted up differently with the New Republic stuff. And for the Vintage Collection, uh, they only announced the Grand Inquisitor, Deluxe Luke and Grogu, which as of the recording of this, we're still waiting for the pre-order to go up on Target. 
supposed to go live May 4th. And Wicket and Nisa two pack with the coins. Nisa's coin is based on vintage Kenner artwork, which is cool. Pipeline included Bo Katan Kreese, X Wing pilot Luke, Darth Vader with more, a New Hope accurate tooling, whatever. And then a stormtrooper in a new mold. So those were the things. The the whole live stream was kind of a cluster. It was echoey. Like you could hear everyone echoing. Um, and then at one point someone was like making some like burping moaning noises. Oh geez. And so now I'm listening I have to go back and watch it. <laughs> the same headphones that I have on, on right now. And sometimes it was coming through the left, but then I heard the burp and moaning going through the right. <laughs> and it was just like it was like a it was just a weird sound. I'm like, what the heck is going on there? That that was Grogu eating uh, <laughs> frogs. Yeah, maybe. I thought Chris's R4 unit was pretty cool. Uh, I always admire when people have the patience and the funds, I guess, to make one of those droids. And his looked legit. So, Oh, so that was his. Yeah, I thought that was his personal droid that he built. Nice. He's a big fan. And he came from, he worked with Jim Swergen and Tim Effler and all that. At one point, uh, did you guys watch? Because uh, on May fourth, they also dropped Vision season two. Did you guys watch that? I forced myself to watch it before they we recorded. I think I got half, like five. How many are there? Six, seven. Yeah, seven, seven or eight. I watched I'm Your Listen Mother and then the one like right after I'm Your Mother with the water. And then I think that's all I watched. Uh, we need to talk about Screecher's Reach when you get to that one. Okay. Nine. Oh, wait, that's nine. season one. Sorry. Is that the one that the... the no, nine. There are nine of them. Sorry. The Gromit people made because I was trying to get to that one. Which, or was that I'm Your Mother? That's I'm Your Mother. That's, that's Hardman animation. Okay. That one was good. I enjoyed that one. That was probably the best of the bunch that I saw. Uh, Screecher's Reach was heartbreaking. I don't want to hark on that one too much. Okay, well, I'll, I'll watch it. Sky Dancer, it Sky, uh, Spy Dancer, is that what it? I think it was Spy Dancer. That one, without spoiling, it just felt like it was the first chapter of a larger story. Okay. And I don't think they're ever going to approach it again or revisit it. Well, they did that with a lot of them last year, too. There was a couple of them where it was felt like they were trying stuff out, like they were pilot episodes. Yeah. Well, the Ronin, like, they made a book about. Oh, did they? Yeah. Maybe they'll do that with Spy Dancer. I also noticed that they were all female main characters. I, I was noticing that myself. It was just an observation. I don't don't read into that saying that Jason's <laughs> anti-women or anything like that. No, I'm just, I'm... I just noticed that there were all female uh, driven stories. Well, which I'm I'm cool with because you know my my grandkids are getting into Star Wars and they got to have you know my granddaughter the the girls need something to look up to, yeah. But I don't want to say any more because you guys haven't seen it. But uh, Screechers Reach is probably I don't want to say which number is it, and I'll go watch. It was a number two, two or three. Yeah, it's the second one. Okay, hold on a minute. I did see it, but I don't. I'm not like. That's the one where they go to the cave to see the ghost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, it did feel that way. I, I don't think it was necessarily or you because you're sounding like you're emotional about it. Or you oh, were just the ending was kind of haunting for me. Okay. But Tony hasn't seen it, so I it doesn't really matter to me. I mean 
I was saying last night, you know, according to Disney Plus, I've watched all of season one, but I don't remember anything about season one. <laughs> the thing about the thing about the ending of this one, Screechers Reach, you think it's very ambiguous, and you think this angelic being is coming down to take the girl to go be a Jedi, but there's subtle dis, uh, disturbing elements in it where it's like I don't think that's a Jedi. I think no, that's a I'd... Sith. Especially because she said this lightsaber's yours, and she let her keep the lightsaber. Let her keep the lightsaber, and she killed someone. Yeah, but they the way they presented it, where it was just like an angelic being, like come with me, and it's like she's gonna come and destroy the galaxy. Like that's she's destroying her life. To watch a little child destroy their life was disturbing. Right. All right, moving on. <laughs> I like that one. I'll say I, it five more times before this episode's over. You okay, will. So. You'll be like, man, that Screechers Reach, man. It Screechers really got reach, to me. Man. It really got to me. Sabine will be on next week. Yes, she will be. Sometime in August, Sabine will be on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I had for the uh, the news this week. And I'm curious, how was the Gwinnett Toy Show? I really enjoyed it. It was a good show. That was really good. It was the same setup last year where out in the parking lot there were some people and inside there was more people? Yeah. Was the Toys R Us sign there? Say that again? Was the Toys R Us sign out there? No, there was not a Toys R Us sign out there. There was... um, Because the way this toy show started was there was a guy in Athens that passed away that was a big-time collector. And uh, he bought. He was basically would go to Walmart, Target, and whatever and buy buy case lots and just keep them in the boxes Mm -hmm. uh, from like the 80s on. And uh, when he passed away, his wife, his widow reached out to the community and they started selling his stuff. Uh, and last year, about, I'd say a good, was but over half of the inside section was his stuff. And it was just insane. It was, it, it throughout the game, it ran the gambit of, uh, of the, the eighties. So it was cool seeing that stuff. Uh, even though I wasn't into most of it, but it was cool seeing, you know, be what it was like walking into Toys R Us in the eighties. Uh, this time it was just the stage and maybe a little bit around the stage, but, uh, for the most part, it was probably 25% of what it was, was last year, but he still had some good quality stuff. Uh, that's the guy I got the gambits from. He had a bunch of, uh, X-Men stuff. He had a bunch of, he had some vintage star Wars, which I thought, um, like just run of the mill vintage Star Wars, but they were all twenty, twenty, thirty dollars for complete Star Wars figures, which is yep. very reasonable. Now I regret not going. <laughs> um, they had a couple of the um action fleet stuff, you know, but the the figures, the 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 heads. Oh, the transform were they boxed? Yes. How much were they? Uh, twenty to fifty dollars. Now I really regret not going. I thought I should have sent you pictures. It's all right. It's probably better that I didn't. Well, I, I was like, ah, oh, Jason's trying to save money, so I didn't send you pictures. Yeah, thanks. I you got my back. I appreciate that. You did a favor. <laughs> Unlike you with that, that. Well, no, I did it enough to you. So you were. Uh, they had some prototype Galactic Heroes, and you're just like, do it. And I'm yeah, like, but that's your thing. Yeah, they were. I thought they were kind of overpriced. But it sounds I like think, you're retiring from that. No, I'm not retiring from it. I had just dropped a lot of money some uh, on May the fourth, and then uh, somebody had released some rebels patches, and 
I ended up buying the big patch and the little patch. And that was like 50 bucks for patches. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to get yelled at for that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be asking for forgiveness later. Right. Uh, So I, yeah, I didn't, I was just, it felt like they were overpriced. There there was some, well, let me put it to you this way. It was probably two or three that was probably worth what he was asking for. And the rest was probably worth about half. And the ones that were worth it went really fast. And yeah. So Jason was trying to be the devil on my shoulder going, do it, buy them now. Do it. (laughs) It's your thing. Yeah, I should have. I should have spent some money on those, but uh, yeah, no. uh, And then what else? You know, the typical, it did have the typical, uh, actually that show, if you were going to judge it just by swaps, it was, a you know, if you want to judge like the, the powder spring swap versus that, the Gwinnett show was a better quality show, maybe because it was on a different side of town. So different vendors showed up. In quality, Um, you mean by the number of, which is what they offered? Yes. There, there was, I think there were some, there were some killer deals to be had at that show yeah i mean i got i think i got everything i got was a, i thought was a deal yeah um i regret nothing <laughs> the the uh what i'm trying to think of what i mean there wasn't a whole lot of star wars they had made it sound like there was going to be a lot of star wars there was a lot of vehicles i mean granted for their you know the vintage the amount of vintage stuff that has been showing up lately there was a lot of star wars you know because it felt like there you know a couple of years ago you'd go to a show and it it'd be 25 percent star wars and then it dwindled down to being less than five percent star wars i'd say this this brought it back up to about 25 percent star wars with the amount yeah, of stuff and the guy on stage also had a bunch of boxes that weren't out that you could pull out and you know a couple bins that you could pick through too Oh, was there anything? Parts, especially there? parts. Okay, yeah, I did remember seeing that. That he had some parts bins. Yeah, and uh, and then a couple of giant ziplock ziplock bags full of uh, like loose, incomplete figures. Oh yeah, I saw those. Different he was wanting like stuff. seven bucks for. Yeah, he also had uh one that was like four bucks, so it was like seven, five, and four or something like that. It's a good dude. I tell people, you know, my theory with the show is you need to have some high priced items, but you got to have the cheap stuff because people are going to look and say, Ooh, I can't afford that, but it's awesome. And then they're going to look over and see a $5 figure and spend 20 bucks. Yep. Any trends that you noticed? Because at the last powder Springs toy show, I noticed like five different vendors had just stacks of VHSs, which hadn't been there the previous uh, um, show. I noticed one one or two people had VHS. Uh I think that media media is starting to make a comeback VHS and and cassette tapes I'm noticing. At least the collectability of that. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm not if I'm not looking for it, I tend to get um you ignore it. You're like me, you filter it, filter it I, out. I don't notice yeah. it. I wait for I, you to post a video of it. And then, yeah, I, and then you're like, I missed that. Yeah, somebody was like, oh, man, there's all these YouTubers here. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like watching Toy Hunt videos. I'll watch Jason's, but I'll watch it in like fast forward. I do the same thing with Jordan. And it's like, because <laughs> you could watch it in fast forward. And then when you see something, you stop. Or I'll be like, hey, I'm in the video and stop and see what I how much of an idiot, I, how bad of an idiot I am. And then just keep going. Was there a lot of YouTubers there? 
I didn't see anybody, but we also got there about an hour late. Uh, Jordan and, was there. And yeah, Jordan. But you Jordan there. didn't get there. Technically, till, you're a YouTuber now. Yeah, I guess we are now that we're on YouTube since we did. So. <laughs> hey, anybody that's new to the show, welcome. Welcome, welcome. from. Hello there. Hello there. Oh, I did. Um, shit. Shoot. I'm going to go back. We. Uh, <laughs> I went to Lego on May the 4th just to see what they had. And there was a dude dressed up as General Kenobi. And he went. Hello there. And I went, General Kenobi. And they're like, ooh, you were the first one to say that. And I'm like, can I get something free? And they were like, no. No. Lego. So, no. so thanks, Ted. Is, huh? Ah, General Kenobi. Yeah. Anyways. So thanks for that, Ted. Thanks for that earworm. I knew what to say when somebody said hello there. <laughs> so it was just more of the same old, same old. Uh, it was just a lot, a lot of higher end mm -hmm. stuff. I Better quality, not necessarily higher in pricing, but better quality. Okay. Because when I consider, I did, notice, I did notice a lot of Hot Wheels, a lot more Hot Wheels than I usually see. Yeah, I did notice that there was a dude there that had a lot of Hot Wheels. He also had a tub full of Galactic Heroes uh, still yeah. in, the, in the box that I was kind of tempted to throw a lowball offer um, at him to see if he'd bite, but I don't need a whole bunch of boxed Galactic Heroes. <laughs> 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 um any rainbow bright out there my wife picked up some glow worms oh, okay so they're the, the girl stuff's making a come not a comeback but you are uh starting to see a lot more girl stuff pop in i'm pretty sure i saw some strawberry shortcake outfits oh. someone had well cool you missed a good show. I'll just put yeah. it to you that way. It was it was a good time. Um, I like going to shows even if I don't have money to spend because you you get to see all your friends and you get to uh, hang out and make connections. We also I also want to mention and, and sorry Tony you didn't make it to this uh, the uh, Return of the Jedi we saw that in the theater. We had an impromptu meetup at the theater in Ackworth. Uh, it was only showing in four hundred fifty theaters. I reached out to the movie tavern in roswell to see if they were showing it and if we could get some sort of private screening for the club and mm -hmm. they said it was only in 450 theaters and then someone pointed out that raiders of the lost ark and return of the jedi was in ackworth so then i quickly threw together a post and people came out and it was good to see it on the big screen i had to use the restroom for the it's a trap part which i regret yeah i should I have known like, better Dude, you missed it i should have known better um yeah i did notice and i don't know if i've it's just not registered at the end when they're the celebration scene on Naboo. You do see Gungans, and at one point you did hear Jar Jar go, We're free! <laughs> but they tone that down in this version. No. It's there. It's just not in your face like it was in the previous version. Right. I, um, I mean, I wouldn't have noticed it because I usually just sing uh, Yub Nub in my head. Yeah, Yub Nub. <laughs> that same place. Dude, I'm, so, I'm, I'm mad that they took that song out because when that movie, you know, I was like seven or eight when that movie came out and that song was everywhere. I mean, I why roller did, skated to that song and then they took it out. Why did the they take it out? I don't know. It was awesome. Was it something to do with like the translation of what they were saying? I don't know. I, it was like all you need is love. Is I think that's how Yubnub. It's like celebrate the love. Or... Celebrate the love. Yeah, exactly. Celebrate the love. And then they took it out. Um, but did you see that? Did you see at the end, right before they rolled the credits, what popped up? 
somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Rise of Skywalker destroyed the ending of Return of the Jedi because <laughs> as the Emperor's being thrown down the shaft, I'm like, well, somehow he'll return. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I'm surprised they didn't add him screaming, I'll be back. <laughs> as he falls down the shelf. Down I the, did. I did notice, like, just seeing it on a big screen again, you're noticing, like, you know, the big ships. You're noticing stuff in the background, like all the, like, the bigger ships. You're noticing the the Rebel Troop transports tucked up inside of them and things. You know, stuff like that. And uh, I got to see how bad your your boy was a perv. Salacious <laughs> Crumb. He was a little perv. Crumb, crumb of, get it crumb, right, damn it. Crumb, Salacious I said cr- B. Crumb. Crumb, I said Crumb. <laughs> He said scrum. Scrum. Well, whatever. He was uh there's a there's a scene where Leia's sleeping on Jabba and he is just staring her up and down. I'm yeah, like, look is. at the little pervert. Um, according to Google, because we know everything you read on the internet is true. Uh he wanted this George Lucas wanted to revisit prequel era planets, and he just felt that Yub Nub didn't have the gravitas that he was looking for for a galactic celebration. <laughs> so he took it out. Well, you you messed it up, George Lucas. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Because yeah, you've got all dude. And then, what was that, Tony? I said I was disappointed I missed it. I um it wasn't playing here, and yeah, I would have had to driven like an hour to go see it. And well, if you have movie reward points from Disney movie report movie rewards, May 25th, they're gonna be dropping that new poster. Oh, okay. So they they didn't hand anything out at the uh, theater we saw. I had no. heard that was only AMC was doing the poster handout. Well, we didn't have an AMC Nero showing it, unfortunately. Right. They get all yeah, the good I, stuff. Yeah. Well, here's here's another reason why I didn't like them taking Yub Nub out. Yub Nub out is because you got all the the white men, white boy dancing to you know they're dancing to Yub Nub, which probably looked good, but now they're dancing to whatever musical note, high class song they're doing, and they just look out of place. The pilots and stuff dancing. Yeah, Jason's like whatever. It, it didn't. Whatever. It didn't. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have the I have the original version. It didn't look good to Yub Nub either. It looks <laughs> just as awkward. It's all awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that meme that I saw like a week before, so I started laughing when Luke is like at the end of the movie. He's got his hand on a tree and he's looking at his his Anakin, Obi Wan, and Yoda, and he's just smiling. And it's the meme like. The last when I leave my my Star Wars room or my action figure collection, the last look I give it. Uh-huh. So I start laughing when I saw that scene. <laughs> so uh, speaking of action figures, you know the uh, the Force Ghost three pack that they're releasing. Everyone was complaining about how tall Anakin is. He's really tall in that scene. Hmm. Like he's like a head above Obi Wan almost uh, in that in that final scene. Were they saying that Anakin was too big? Yeah. I mean, he looks surprisingly tall, but he also looks surprisingly tall in the movie. So I don't know. I just closed my eyes during that scene because I'm still mad that they put Hayden Christensen in it. You just hold your thumb up. <laughs> I don't see you. Well, when uh, they did that 40 tales from Star Wars New Hope, when Obi-Wan gets killed in that section of the story, he reverts back to his prequel version and then he kind of ages himself up through the force to Alec Guinness. You don't remember that, do you? I have the book, but I haven't gotten that far to it. So when I read that book, I was like, okay, so he's 
becoming his own his own own self again, his old self again, his younger version, I should say. Not old self, but like the older, long time ago kind of. Anyways, it makes sense in my head. He becomes young again. Okay. Your head canon, it works. I mean, I can understand why George Lucas did that because everybody that saw the sequels or prequels would have been like, well, who's this old guy? But it's like you just saw him without his mask on, so you know who he is. <laughs> they removed his eyebrows. I don't know if you are aware of that. Oh, no. When they take Vader's mask off because uh-huh. they're supposed to get burned off. And then he, they changed his eye color to match Anakin's because I think Sebastian saw, Shaw was a green-eyed individual and mm-hmm. Anakin or Hayden Christensen's blue. Ooh. Little details that bothered George Lucas and nobody else. Anyways, how was Kane County? <laughs> <laughs> Kane County was great. Is uh, that uh, is that like the toy show of all toy shows? I I, I would think it's between Kane and Columbus. Probably because Columbus is really big too. Mm. Um, yeah, King County is, uh, you know, it takes place at the King County Fairgrounds, which is uh, probably about 20, 30 minutes west of Chicago. Um, it's, it's just a big fairgrounds. There are like seven buildings full of toys. Um, a lot of people show up. There's a lot of trading going on around it. Um, uh, I guess it really, it's a one day show, but you can um, pay for what they call floor rights. And you're basically a vendor without a table. So you can get in and go early on Saturday during setup. And Sunday morning, they wave you in. You don't have to wait in line. You just show, roll in and they you can park on the fairgrounds as opposed to having to park in the big parking lot. Um, so Saturday's set up and Sunday's the show itself? Correct. Okay. So you also get in at 6 a.m. on Sunday, and the show starts at 8 a.m. on Sunday. Wow. How much does that run? Uh, it was 50 bucks. Wow. Ouch. It's not. For what's there. Yeah. You know, I, I went I went for the experience, so I didn't really mind. I, I probably would have done it, too, because there's nothing yeah. quite like. Once you shop a toy show, like, during setup, there's nothing quite like it. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then um, you know it's kind of an old school. Well, this is fifty. This was its fiftieth year. Wow, uh, and it's kind of family run. Um, so they have like four hotels that you get. You you know that are like um, show hotels, but one of them, the main hotel, the it's like I think it's a Comfort Inn. They buy all ninety rooms. And then to stay there, you basically go through the show itself. And they make a list of everyone staying there. And it's like, that's room sales. So starting Wednesday through Friday. Wow. It's like the first two floors of that hotel. It was like all all doors were open. All rooms were like packed. Every surface, tables, shelves, everything. I mean, some rooms had like little couches and they were covered in stuff. Uh, some had hot tubs. You know, if you've ever been to one of those hotels that has a hot tub in the bed area, <laughs> some of the rooms had that. And people had like folding classy, tubs, like with the legs like in the hot tub and stuff on them. Some people had the tubs covered. <laughs> one room I went in and his bathroom door is open and he had just like bins, like five or six bins just stacked on the toilet. Like, <laughs> That's one like, way to keep people from using your toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, some rooms were just like 
bed. I, I walked into one room and like the bed is covered and there's a girl just sitting in one corner. There's one corner. Like she can't get out. I don't know how she even got like she got on the bed and I guess it's like handing her food or something. And she's like trapped in there and you and stay in your corner. Oh yeah. Um, just watch, make sure with, nobody's stealing anything. Yeah. You play with your hot wheels. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was crazy. Yeah. It's like a toy shop on two floors, just all toy shops. That's amazing. Everything. I bet that was incredible. Yeah. So what was something incredible you saw that night or those nights? Um, I mean, there was some crazy stuff. There was some good Star Wars stuff. Um, one guy had pretty much an untouched uh, Death Star, which is something I've been looking for. I was open, but unused contents. But the um, the foam was still sealed, but it had all like that rotted or shrunk. So the bag was like kind of puffed with air, and the foam was just all gross and nasty, kind of floating around the yeah. bag. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I would have bought that, but, but yeah, I just did. I the foam made me sad. So, well, it's gonna like that doesn't exist anymore. That foam, right? It's pretty much dissolving. Oh, uh, I mean, it's there. My Canadian Death Star still has it. Oh hey. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Don't you know? They know. Uh, they know what about about that. <laughs> yeah, there were uh, there were you know people with like old tin toys. There was one room that had like. It was all like, you know, 40s and 50s, like wind up and tin toys. See, I'm not into that stuff, but it's cool to see. It's stuff you wouldn't see all together. Right. You know, almost anywhere. Right. Um, the, I think it's called the Great Garlou. Is that one of those blow mold toys from the 60s? You're asking the it's wrong like guy. Several of yeah. those, yeah. Which is weird because you never see them. I don't think you really ever see them down here, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. up there I saw like a lot, and with boxes, hmm. um, you know, some rooms are like just like full of like old and new diecast trucks and cars. You know, it's like the Hot Wheels guy. You know, everything was just every surface covered with you know toy with cars and trucks. Damn. So it sounds like a lot of people travel to this and they bring their their A game. Yeah, and I, some people don't even set up at the. At the show, some people just go and stay in the hotel and sell out of the hotel. Oh, so that so, the hotel is part of the experience. You have to yeah, do that. Yeah. And you can get in there. I guess you can get in there without having a room. You, so, yeah, you didn't need a ticket. Like, no one checked anything. You, you mean you don't need a ticket to the convention to get into room sales? No. It's crazy. Wow, what a concept. That's great. <laughs> But uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, what was what was the best deal that you saw at room sales? What was like an incredible thing? Like I've never seen that before. That's incredible. Wise, I, I don't know. I didn't really. I mean, uh, you know, we didn't get there until Thursday, and apparently Wednesday there's deals that go down. Like that's when all the vendors buy from each other. So. Mm. That's when the really big deals happen. I didn't really see anything that I thought was a great deal. There was some cool stuff. Uh, Joel Slater, one of the guys I was with, he bought a uh, Evil Knievel, um, you know, the Evil Knievel motorcycle. He mm-hmm. bought the box. And I can't remember what it, it it had that, but then it had something else inside of it that was like completely different. Hmm. 
he didn't know about and the guy who sold it to him didn't know about. So he just found it when he got home. So was it? But he like just a, bought the box at the time. Yeah, he just he was just looking for the box. But it had like a Power Ranger inside. Yeah, <laughs> I should have asked. I forgot to ask him. It had like um, a DT um, Luke or something crazy or a DT Ben. <laughs> so that was yeah. room sales. Yeah. Um, um, and then yeah, Saturday morning. Um, the grounds open at nine. Uh, what happens? I didn't participate in this. We got there a little bit after nine. Um. At 6 a.m., people start lining up. So they have a huge parking lot, and they line all the cars up in rows. And then as the grounds open, they let one row in after the other because you can park. As vendors, you can park, like, within the grounds, like, next to where you're vending from so you can load in and out. But at 6 a.m., they get there, and they all start trading. They open up the tailgates, open up the sides of the vans, and everyone's trading. Man. Um. So we didn't make it for that. Uh, we decided to show up after the gates opened so there wouldn't be a huge wait in the freezing cold because uh, about the time we got there, it started sleeting. Yeah. And sleet. <laughs> yeah. And then about 930, you know, once we were in, on the grounds, 930, 10 o'clock, it started snowing and it snowed for, uh, you know, a couple hours. Damn. It was warm enough that it didn't stick, but it was kind of weird to be there in April and walking through snow um, yeah well dude well, the weather some been... people it's weird yeah the weather well, here has been weird so not for me well i told the guys because it was me and two of the guys from canada that went early um on saturday and i was like you know as a georgian uh we should probably abandon the car and go on foot <laughs> <laughs> my suggestion we might be here for 24 hours right <laughs> um, they're just like you know we got this eh yeah yeah so so yeah they let people in at nine and everyone's setting up uh and that's the time if you're the type of person who wants to you know make an offer on a tub of of tub of stuff or you want to get you know the best stuff you know you you you, you're there and you're running around and um and yeah they they have you know they have like i said they had seven buildings uh one of the buildings is like a really nice like um, I think it's called something like the Prairie um, Prairie Event Center, and it's like air conditioned, heated, nice floors. It's like a, you know, it's like the the kind of standard place you would go to a big toy show at. Um, and then there's the trades, which is basically um, a heated and cooled barn, like an old gymnasium from the seventies almost. <laughs> uh, and then they had two buildings that were just like metal barns. No heating, no cooling. You, you'd walk along and, you know, there'd be people just bundled up sitting, shivering because, you know, it was like 35, 40 degrees. Ouch. Um, and there was probably some of the best deal, probably one of the best deals that they was probably there because there was this table that was just, it's like they just took a tub and just dumped it out on the center of the table. And at the end, they had a ton of Star Wars stuff. Vintage or modern? Vintage. And, um, there were some pretty good, pretty good deals there. I think I got there a little late, hmm. uh, so there really wasn't much left. I think most things have been picked over at that point. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yep. Um, but overall, it was it was really good, and you know, people are still loading in, so you can circle it like three or four times, and you see new stuff every time. That's yeah. That's that kind sounds of amazing, part. dude. 
Yeah. Um, you know, if you've been to Xenia, which, you know, you have, Glenn. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not as big as Xenia, so it really isn't that bad to, you know, it's not a circle like Xenia, how you can kind of do a loop through all oh. the buildings. Right. It's kind of a line. So you're basically going, you know, one, two, three, and then go to one building and then another building, and then you can double back. and. Oh, you know, yeah, because what... What you're saying is each building in Xenia had a loop in it. So this had a, yeah. each building there had an in and an out. Yeah. So it was like a straight shot through a building. Yeah. Like uh, one was situated east west and then another was north south. And then the two barns were basically north south, but they were open on each end. So you could go through one and then circle through the other. And then there's the swine pavilion, which is basically a concrete slab with a roof and chain link walls. Cool. It's like an open air and. Um, yeah. So, you know, you have people set up there and <laughs> they were really cold. No, obviously. Yeah. Well, you would feel you would in think, my bones. Yeah. You would at least know, Hey, I'm set up in that building. You could bring a tarp or something to put over the, yeah. The chain link. Yeah. I wonder if there's a pecking order. I want to get the, uh, uh heated room. Well, the tables, I'll... you know, the tables, uh, are cheaper in the swine pavilion. Ah, uh, oh, that makes sense. Pay more for the heat. <laughs> the convenience yeah, so is a of... matter man. You know, one of our friends, uh, he set up there and, um, yeah, he set up there because he wants to get in early, but then he wants to offset, you know, his purchases by trying to sell some stuff. So <laughs> that's the way you do it, man. So he kind of got there and, you know, put, you know, put like one thing on his table and then he went shopping. <laughs> so he satisfied the setup rules and then he went shopping and then he didn't really set up a lot of stuff until Sunday morning. Wow. Um, yeah, so you know, and then you're just walking back and forth, and people are putting new stuff out. How were prices? I mean, they were reasonable to a lot. <laughs> okay, like a lot, meaning like it was inflated prices, or like yeah, I expect that piece to be that price. Uh, I mean, there were some prices that were a little higher than I thought they should be, but you know, for the most part, everything was reasonable, but high you know how you know as the market yeah you know dictates and would you say it was majority vintage or is it a mix of vintage and modern target threw up kind of stuff black series um marvel legends vintage and modern uh as far as star wars probably a lot more vintage but overall toys it was a pretty good mix between vintage and modern Nice. Did you see any Micro Galaxy Squadron? I, I did. Uh, as a matter of fact, here I have a show and tell. Yeah. I picked up a white nice. TIE fighter. Nice. Nice. I was setting that up. I knew you picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was like yeah. waiting. He was like, I saw the TIE fighter. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> picked up a freaking Sabine. I got a Sabine TIE fighter. I, I don't know. I didn't ask the guy, uh, but the, the guy who had it, he was selling it for 55 bucks. And he was like, I'm not going to charge. I'm not charging eBay prices. I'm going to make some money off of it. But yeah, that's a nice guy. You know, I figured I would, uh, you know, I would, I would be nice, nice enough to you know a nice that i just scored like, 40 yeah triple profit on it you yeah know, exactly that's fine. all right but yeah i mean yeah that was cool that that was an unexpected pickup because i think i haven't seen a lot of those at shows i haven't seen a lot of 
Yeah, yeah there were like the chase stuff at any shows, really. Yeah, I've been trying to watch out for that stuff just to see, and you're not seeing it. I think I saw two yesterday, and they were just common stuff. Yeah, like the only chase or rare, I can't remember. The fifteen thousand one was the uh, ad at the, or sorry, the the ATST, mm-hmm. um, the Clatoonian Raider one. Yes. yes, that's the only one. I that's like the only chase I've ever seen at a show. And that was at Xenia. When I was at PowerCon in in Columbus in October, right when the um, Imperial Troop Transport was hitting market the market at Walmart, it's because it's Walmart exclusive. Um, they were wanting like forty five bucks, and I'm glad. Yeah, you know, I, I decided to wait because now they're everywhere. Right, and they're ten dollars at our Walmart. I almost picked one up just for grins and giggles. I was oh, there wow. last night. I didn't see it for ten bucks. Our Walmarts are, are ride or die retail. on Bell's Ferry, the Bell's yeah. Ferry Walmart. Yeah, they yeah. had them marked. I mean, maybe they somebody bought them all. I didn't see them marked for that price. I'll have to go back and check. Anyway, sorry. Back yeah. to Tony. Oh yeah. So, so you pick, besides the white Tie Fighter, did you pick anything up at Kane County? Um. Yeah, I picked up. Uh, I picked up a few things. Um. I had never actually seen this, and it looks surprisingly nice compared to other figures. The uh, uh, Gamorrean Guard uh, Bindum. Oh, yeah, I didn't know they I made. Like surprised one of those. how cool it looked. Yeah, so I had to get him. Um, and I picked up. Um, so Todd Chamberlain had a Super Snipe print, a Macquarie print. Uh, that was water damaged, but you know it's a Super Snipe, so. I got that um, since that's something I really wanted. Um, The uh, plaints, I don't know if you remember what plaints are. They're like the little uh, watercolor paint set that Kenner produced in the 70s. Mm -mm. They're like little paint pots that you pour water into and it's supposed to be clean. So play paint, but it's not supposed to be like super messy. Oh, And they, you know, they did like the posters like, uh, oh, shit. Like, I don't know if you can see this here. Yeah. But that. Okay. So um is that framed? I bought a I bought a shadow box. Okay. To keep it in because it's I'm terrified of, of damaging it. Um <laughs> so to describe what it is, it looks like a page of Vader and, and Darth Vader fighting each other with the paints in front of it. Yeah, it's kind of like a paint by numbers. Okay. But it's not but it doesn't have numbers, you know, it's you know, they had a lot of those, like the marker thing, which I bought uh, yesterday. Um, some guy had this. He had the marker. He had all the marker pieces. And then he also had a, I uh, also bought, well, sorry, to. I'll rewind a little bit. Uh, so one of the guys were there with um, Jimmy Mac, uh, James McCallum. Uh, he had, uh, he knew this guy. He had bought some stuff from him previously. And, um, he was buying this. He actually bought this from the guy. Uh, but because it was four guys in a car driving back to Canada, um, he was afraid that this was just going to get destroyed in the car <laughs> or someone was going to have to hold it like the entire yeah. way back. Cause it's almost perfect. Like the, the it's still shrink wrapped wow. and you know, it's not, there's a couple nicks on it, uh, but you know, it's really nice. Um, so he ended up selling it to me the Saturday night. Wow. Um, which was great. 
because I really wanted, he posted it in our chat and I just happened to be walking by as he was doing the deal. I'm like, holy crap. If only I'd been here like five minutes earlier. Uh, but then I ended up from that same guy, I bought a land speeder that uh, was open, but unused. So it had the inserts, no stickers applied. And the guy, he didn't have the instruction book with it, but he says he has it. So I need to follow up and see if he has really that. Has it. Yeah, really has it. Because he had actually submitted it to AFA, but I think he had included the wrong catalog, so they rejected it. Oh. Oh. So he decided not to bother with resubmitting it, and yeah, I, I picked yeah. it up. Um, that costs money. Yeah. Exactly. I got, I got this, which is... A, uh, a Luke X-Wing that's completely disassembled. That's cool. So is that <laughs> non-production? Is it pre-production? Uh, no, it's not. I- I'm no. pretty sure that someone popped the head and broke it apart because it is, it is extremely worn. Okay. Or it just fell apart. But I, I thought that was funny. It was like five bucks. Oh, there you go. But yeah, it it the show runs the gamut because um, yeah, people. You know, they're like uh, doing yard sales all all spring. Mm-hmm. And then they just show up there and dump everything out. Cool. So um, which... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, and then Sunday, the main show, um, you know, if you have fluorites, uh, I don't know if I mentioned fluorites is what, um, is what they call the early bird ticket. If you're not a vendor, but you can get in. They call it fluorites, but fluorites holders, they get in at 6 a.m. And then the main gates open at 8. So what time did you so, yeah, get that there? Morning, I got up early. I got there about I got there about seven, okay. I guess. Because you know, we were staying at Airbnb, about eight of us, and we had to be out by I think 10 or 11 anyway. So I just woke up at like five, five thirty and Got ready, packed my stuff, packed the car, and just headed out and headed to the grounds. How was that hanging in an Airbnb with a bunch of collectors? Was it a great time? You guys that was fun. Out? It was yeah. really fun. So yeah. it was um it was eight of us. Um we had there were six beds. Um <laughs> oh, calculate the math. Let's figure out <laughs> so who was who was little spoon and who was big. Yeah, who's spooning? <laughs> yeah. Um you that was tight no no I, uh, <laughs> I got there early enough that i'm like you know guys i snore a lot so i'm gonna take this room if that's cool and they were like luckily sure. it had a double bed so i didn't have to feel bad about you know being the you know not sharing not offering to share the bed yeah um, but it was cool because i was um you know myself um joel slater robert ortiz yep uh jimmy mack uh, Toby Black, Todd Thornhill, and Chris Porteous. Uh, those four guys are all from Canada. Yeah. So they drove down. And then Mac uh, Mac Dunbar, Bick Moore stayed um, a couple nights, not every night. He rode the couch, but. That's still and, fun. I mean, just yeah. hanging out, great. talking I mean, toys. Yeah. And Ortiz, he pretty much cooked almost every night, or pretty oh, much. Nice. Good cook? Uh, yeah. Yeah, really yeah. good. good. Really morning. good. He made breakfast um, a couple mornings. I'm, 
I wasn't there Saturday and I wasn't there Sunday. So I don't know. if I don't think he did breakfast on Sunday, but I definitely know he did breakfast on Saturday, but I, I was like, I was up and I was like, I'm, I'm here for the experience. I want to get to the toy show early. Yeah. Right. Good for you. It sounds like it was a fun time. Yeah. Would you recommend people going to it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll put on the bucket list. I drove. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to ask if you drive or fly, but yeah, I drove. I, I definitely recommend people from Georgia driving with me so that <laughs> I don't have to drive uh, for twelve hours. I split it up. I stopped in Lexington on the way up, yeah. which is about halfway, and then on the way back, I stopped in Cincinnati, which is a little less than halfway. Yeah, I'm going to Chicago in July. So did you uh, see anything cool in Cincinnati? Did you at least go by tour department or anything or I went by tour department on, um, on Monday. Um, didn't really see a whole lot. You know, it's the usual stuff. Yeah. Did they, had they completed their move? No. So I, I went to, of course I went to jungle gyms, which is up Dixie highway from them. And as I'm driving, down to them, I noticed their sign and their van out in front of what looked like a Harley dealership, which is where they're moving. There's an old Harley dealership that they're moving into. Mm-hmm. So it's got their sign up, but the windows still have all the Harley Davidson stuff on it. And yeah, they said it, it'll be a few more months gotcha. before they actually move. But he said it's going to you know, be a huge amount of uh, floor space and a ton of back room too. Because that, if it's an old stuff. Harley dealership, I'd assume that's a pretty big room. Yeah, it looked it looked really big. So okay. yeah, they're, I think he said that you know obviously they have to do the windows and I don't and know the walls. Much, yeah, I don't know how much build out there's going to be or if they're already working on that. I know what you did there. <laughs> did you catch that, Tony? To the window, yeah. to the walls, to the sweat drip down, mom. Anyways, yeah. moving on, Tony. <laughs> Good time, huh? How would you uh, compare it to to Xenia? Is it you said Xenia was a bigger show. Um, I think square footage wise, I, I feel like Xenia is bigger. Uh huh. But I felt like quality wise, Chicago is better. And you have the room sales. Like that's huge. Like that. Yeah, that sounds like uh, something you can't skip and it's yeah, unique yeah. to Keen. That sounds incredible yeah. just going up there for room sales. Uh, Cause like the. The Xenia show, there's not really room sales uh, there. Yeah, I'm really curious if there is something, if there will be something. Will you get enough Star Wars collectors together, there'll be room sales. Yeah. 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 Until but the hotel shuts it down. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the trick is to just buy, just rent out the whole hotel. That's really the trick to, to having room sales is. Good point. Book the whole hotel. There we go. Well, we need to remember that, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I felt like, yeah, I'd say Chicago's quality wise is probably a little bit better. I know there's a lot more variety at Xenia. Mm-hmm. Or, but it it just seemed like there was a lot nicer stuff like. Yeah, you know, there's like two truckloads of t- ten toys at uh, Xenia and one truckload at Kane, but uh, <laughs> but man, the ones at Kane are the paint is nicer. Yeah, know? I 
Yeah. Now, now talking to you about it, it, it is something that's in the back of your mind. It's like, that'd be a cool show to go to. Uh, Cause me and Mandy, we actually flew into St. Louis one time and took route 66 up through Chicago uh, and then on our way to Wisconsin. And, um, and that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, we've done that trip where you stop somewhere in Kentucky and then you drive the rest of the way. Yeah. So it's not too, too bad. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like I said, in the, the Airbnb thing, I, you know, there's talk of doing it again. There's talk of maybe doing it for Xenia. Which is yeah. what, six hours away. <laughs> it's a little bit yeah. better than 12. Yeah. Well, eight, but, yeah. Not eight, a little bit more than eight, you know, but oh, maybe for you it's a little bit different. Yeah. Xenia, your home base in Cincinnati and then you drive yeah. up to Xenia. Yeah. Um, yeah, but October is crazy because it's like Xenia, Chicago, and then Cincinnati. Because Chicago is the, I think it's the fourth Sunday of uh, April, July, and October. Wow. Because I know Xenia is like one weekend and then Cincinnati is the next weekend. And it's Halloween. One of them's falling on Halloween. Well, now, Z- this year, Xenia is, I think, the first weekend, oh. first Saturday in uh-huh. October. Of October? I think so, yeah. Because I think Xenia is Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So sun- October 1st falls on a Sunday. So the first Saturday is Xenia. Mm-hmm. And then the last Sunday is Cincinnati, I think. Oh. So it's they're, they're pretty separated. They're not apart. Well, that's good because all the vendors last year were were griping and moaning because they had yeah. to pick and choose which one they went to, and if they did do both, they had to be prepared to bring different setups. Yep. Yeah. But as a buyer, it was incredible. That was oh, one yeah. of the no, best that was weekends great. ever. To hit two amazing toy shows back to back, but yeah. I think. I think if we do it again, I think it'll be Xenia will be a trip I make with my wife and Cincinnati will be a trip I make with the guys because she enjoyed Cincinnati, but she Xenia was more of her cup of tea because she likes the dirty. And, you know, when I use the word dirty, yeah, she would like she would like um, she would like Chicago a lot because okay. I mean, they're very similar. But gotcha. In, in the kind of stuff that they have. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was. It was cool. <laughs> I'd totally do it again. Cool. Yeah. I, I, def- I keep I keep hearing Kane County came kind of. So, I mean, it's definitely. Uh, well, you know, it was one of those things. It's like I wasn't going to celebration. So. Yeah. Know, might as well like go to that. That was a good that was a good replacement. And especially yeah. when a bunch of guys, you know, from the chat decided they all wanted to go and. Makes sense. Know, we all hung out. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's it's cool when you are able to hang out with your friends that you made online and you don't, you yeah. know, or, or your friends you only get to see once or twice a year. It makes the trip that much better. Yeah, um, it was funny. I think um, uh, so that we weren't supposed to have uh, parties or anything or extra guests. Um, so Saturday night, of course, we had a party. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about 20 people, I guess, showed up. And who was swinging from the chandelier? Oh, no one, no one. It was, it was all right. You know, we, we joined the chat for a while. I don't know if you guys were on that. No, I wasn't able to get on that night. Yeah. Yeah. But it was was a pretty good time. Yeah. So a bunch of the vendor got, you know, a bunch of the guys that were there vending came. Very cool. Did you have your own room sales? 
Mark Huckabone showed up, and that's when the sale started. <laughs> There's nothing better. One of my best one of my best memories is hanging out, and somebody just shows up with a bunch of stuff, and then he's trying to sell stuff, and you got a drunk guy right next to him giving him crap, and I'm trying to buy stuff off of him, and it just with some of those when you get a bunch of drunk people trying to buy stuff, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, and it's Ooh. totally it's just people hanging out at a house. Yeah, yeah, a lot of beer. Um, yeah, we went to uh, David Kevin White's house on Friday to see his hey, collection. Did you get some spotted cow? Uh, we got a lot of spotted cow. I did not get enough spotted cow. I'm down to four. Oh, cases or beer? Uh, just beers. Oh, um, wow. I'm going to offer uh, to pay for David to just ship his clothes if he comes to the summer social and just fill his car up with spotted cow. <laughs> nice. But yeah, he had door prizes at his house, so I got a nice little headless uh hammerhead <laughs> yeah, that's awesome but probably some of the tightest limbs i have ever seen of course but he's missing a head Jeez, small details yeah so I, oh, i'm yeah. really thinking about army building hammerheads yeah that's another thing you missed out on at the show they had a dude there with a bunch of headless black series figures that could have been used for customization. oh yeah that's great for customizing that's customizing yeah. fodder right there yeah and that's oh, what he did he, he was using the heads for uh mandalorians to make custom mandos Oh, well, yeah. I'll be fine. I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah, I saw those. I, I didn't really realize that's what he was doing. I didn't talk to him. I just figured it was just custom fodder. Yeah, well, that's pretty much. Well, you know. I was going to talk about another toy show coming up. Yeah. You should share the, do you have the screen since we're doing YouTube stuff? We can like, we don't have all that. We, we're not that smart. I mean, we could, but that'll take a. Five minutes and people listening don't want to listen to us try to figure out because you're right. Edit it we're it old. We need to do better. Just fix it. You can fix it. Well, if I had access to it, I'd be able to do it. Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't mean that came out like harsh. <laughs> anyway, it really did. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors is hosting its first toy, first and probably only toy show on Saturday, <laughs> May 13th from 11 to 4. It's Second Chance Toys and Collectibles. This toy show is to benefit the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. The event is free to the public, and we'll have plenty of vendors to shop from. I'm starting to release the uh, the raffle prizes on the page. So if you're hanging out on Facebook, go to the events and figure out where to find the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors uh, Toy Show. If you just search Second Chance Toy Show or – no, I was going to say Gwinnett Toy Show, but that was this weekend. Yeah, the GASWC Toy Show. Yeah. Anyways. Sounds uh, cool, guys. It's Are awesome. you going to come, Tony? Uh, actually, yes, yes. I thought I was going to have family in town, so well, I just bring him with you. Interested? Uh, that's probably a pass. Um, <laughs> I've confirmed, but they're they're actually they're only going to be in town for four hours on Friday. Oh, okay. Oh. that's the best kind. They're in and out. Exactly. Um, I have confirmed with the five hundred first that they'll have a couple people there, so it's probably going to be more than one. I don't know if that's two or three or four, but uh, <laughs> we'll have costume. People there, yes. in different characters. Um, so I look forward to seeing all the photos later on. 100% of the raffle proceeds will go to the Children's Health Care of Atlanta. We'll also be accepting donations. I was making shelf talkers today. 15-inch uh, plastic, black plastic shelf talkers with the Star Wars logo on it. It fits the Detolf cases perfectly. I'll be selling those for 30 bucks each. I'll have nine of them. And 100% of that will go to charity. We'll go to Choa. And uh, I'm looking forward to this event. 
Yeah, it's been it's a lot tougher than what we think, <laughs> than what yeah. you think it is putting a show together. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. All right, anything else? I just no, I think that's everything. Now I feel bad. I didn't mean to say do you like give it to me? I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I, I shared the enabled you to share the screen, but that's something this is all YouTube things new to me. So we're we're so used to being an audio only podcast, but yeah, then they, we should we, still focus on being audio only though. Well, the YouTube thing kind of blew up last week. Yeah, you never know. Well, oh, it's really? not going to after this week. <laughs> Us arguing. The hosts don't even stand each other. Right. Well, it makes Sorry, for Tony, a fun podcast. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I just realized. I was like, oh, it blew up. But I just realized last week was the um, Jazzwares. Uh, Jazzwares, guys. So, yeah, if anybody you're watching that watched last week, welcome. Please Hello stick there. around for a while. I'm not a regular, so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that affect uh, your opinion of the show. And thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could, please a like and a five, please leave a like and a five star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. It really helps us out and points people to our show. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback. We'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to the thank you to the Thank you to Afonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. You can find him at Rock the Force Podcast. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Hasbro re-release VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet. <laughs> vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Like a banta. Like a banta. Like a banta.